Welcome to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates. Hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Covering the whole galaxy of Star Wars toys. Hello and welcome to Star Wars Action News. This is Marjorie. This is Arnie, and it's good to be back. It is, and thank you guys for being so patient while we dealt with some family serious illnesses and had to take a break for life for a little bit. But we're so happy to be back. We missed you guys all so much. We did, and I just want to thank everyone who asked if the show was coming back because it's good to know you guys wanted the show to come back. Yeah. And you know, that's the only reason we stopped is having to deal with life every once in a while and, and death. Yeah. And death. So we're back. Everyone is relatively healthy. So we're going to knock on wood and it was neither of us. No, 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 it wasn't us. It wasn't us. It was parental units and we're here and we're going to talk some star Wars. Yeah. Welcome to season two of star Wars action news. I don't know any show, television, <laughs> radio, podcast that's had a 14-year season one. But if we go like that, then season two is going to last us all the way until 2033, in which case there will probably be 89 Star Wars movies by then. Maybe 100. I don't know. We'll see. Enough TV series that they can just have a direct Star Wars streaming service at adjusting for inflation, $82.99 a month. <laughs> but yes, this is going to be a live show we're doing, and hopefully people are able to join. And if you're not, this will be on the podcast feed afterwards so that it'll be as much as we can interactive and bringing to you the news. Because while we haven't been on the air my collecting hasn't slowed down a bit. It has not. You have still been hardcore collecting, and there hasn't been as much to buy. So I think you kind of seek out, not necessarily oddities, maybe, but and not rarities, but things that are more difficult to get in the States. I know you're big into the figure arts, and you are picking those up, which they are amazing if you haven't had a chance to pick them up. Yeah, they're probably my favorite Star Wars figure line right now. They're just absolutely incredible. And yeah, the stores, we're going to be talking about it a little bit more, but it's been kind of a crazy time. Truthfully, I finally decided to be a little bit more fiscally responsible. <laughs> I was the person who spent $200 on that BB-8 playset on Force Friday last year because I wanted to support Hasbro. I wanted to say, hey, if you make playsets, we'll buy playsets. And if it just sold on clearance, then I felt like it wasn't going to send that message. So I was happy to do that. Now I've kind of changed. I just ordered Enfy's Nest six inch swoop bike on clearance on Amazon. You bought another one because I just picked that up for you last week. The six inch? No, you picked no, up the, the three, three and three quarter. quarter. And that was $3 at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Which our Walmarts never put anything on clearance that we want. So, I mean, they put stuff on clearance like Hatchimals and things like that. Star Wars never goes on clearance. I never saw these three cents 
Black Series figures that everyone else was posting about. We don't. That doesn't happen. I don't know why our WalMarts are so stingy. Well, I did get like a ten dollar ATST a year or so ago, and let's not forget the BMFs that went really mf and cheap yeah but they never put the action figures on clearance it's like so far when they do that it just depends because i did get a force link 2.0 reader for four dollars at walmart yeah but the actual black series and the actual three and three quarter inch black series did not go on clearance at ours although i guess the key is the walmarts actually have to stock the figures for them to go on clearance our Walmart's been a barren wasteland for like the last year, maybe year and a half. And I was just in a Walmart last night, and I'm this is no exaggeration. The Walmart toy aisle in this Walmart in Springfield is down to you know how they have the lightsabers, the little toy lightsabers, and they're those are side by side lengthwise. So you know how wide I'm talking about here. That is the Star Wars section. There were three three and three quarter inch figures hanging on the pegs and that's it. And the lightsabers, that's the entire size of the star Wars aisle. Yeah. It's gotten to be pretty sad at every store I've gone to target appears to have the most. They have still those exclusive packs and things that I picked up some of on sale, but Walmart's they are kind of out of the star Wars toy business, unless it's a Funko pop or, Honestly, now on ours, though, they've moved the pops and really reduced the pops section, too. They moved it to electronics. They put all the non-traditional toys and electronics in ours. And I noticed that what's happening in our Walmarts, at least, is that they are going with the latest. Like right now, it's all Lego stuff because the Lego movie's coming out and everything is awesome. Now it's all stuck in your heads. Too. Yeah. I want to thank everyone who's listening and didn't go see the Lego movie, too, tonight. Oh, yeah, that was tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay not seeing it. I'd rather hang out with you and talk to toys and talk with these guys about toys. But, yeah, so I noticed they're doing more of the on-trend stuff rather than the tried-and-true things. Well, I mean, there might be a reason for that. I mean, we're going to be talking about some of the news here as we go. I do just want to start the show by saying I'm very excited, though, because everything we're talking about here is going to be old news in eight days because New York Toy Fair is coming. We are going to be there again. It is going to be our 14th year covering it. Something like that. Let's just say that it's gotten to the point where I have my regular hotel. I have my regular restaurants. I'm pretty sure they're starting to recognize me in various locations. I did pass a quiz or we did one of those Facebook quizzes. And as if you're not a real New Yorker, if you don't do this, I scored 100%. So great city. And I, I will say a nice perk of Toy Fair is I get to go for Valentine's Day every year. Yeah, very true. And going for Happy Death Day, too, in a nice New York theater. Well, we're going to a New York theater. I want to call them <laughs> nice. I mean, bed bugs and rats. Oh, my. But, yeah, why are things a little bit slow on the Star Wars figure front? Well, <laughs> uh, God love Entertainment Earth. We got a box from Bethany, our friend at Entertainment Earth, the other day. And as you see, it was reminded me of, like, the Valentines you'd get in grade school where you'd have the folders out and everybody would put them in and they'd be all stickered up and mm -hmm. just blinged out. A lot of flair. I want to say kudos to Bethany, though. There is a Care Bear sticker on that, and that's kind of awesome. 
Yes, she went way beyond the minimum pieces of flair. There's several Care Bears, it appears. Yeah, super fun. But, Arnie, what was in the package? Well, she sent us a, a dozen red roses. This was kind of a... Okay, this was the most clever marketing I think I've seen in a really long time. So... They had six inch. They started with that. Now they're on the three and three quarter inch. And yeah, I, I like it because they, they was six inch figures. You got 12 of them for nineteen ninety nine. They sold out so fast. Now they have short stem roses, which is the three and three quarter inch. Yeah, so they're selling these for $20. You get a dozen roses. Now the flowers aren't included, but they're clearing out the stock of roses. And these were the Walmart exclusive rose that... I actually only found one of these in the wild, so I blame Walmart distribution for this problem. So I, these are pretty cool, actually. Hey, I mean, it's a super articulated Black Series figure of somebody in a resistant tech outfit. You get a tool of something, and you get an extra gun. I mean, she's able to assume a lot of poses. This is this is the James Bond pose. It's the walkie-talkie she used when she's going to tell on Finn because she's a rat. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, okay. so she's going to rat on Finn. But what do you do when somebody sends you 12 rose figures? Well, if you're Marjorie, you add the roses that weren't included. Yeah, so I made the roses. I took this and decided that I needed to recreate that, so... I made two bundles of roses, a half dozen for each. So if you are listening to this, go ahead and I want to say, how do you want them to enter, Arnie? Because I'm going to give these away. I made these. I'll send them to you for Valentine's Day because you guys will be my Valentines. What you do is tweet us at SWActionNews.com during the live show, a Roses Are Red poem. Can they do it on Facebook too? All right, do it on Facebook or on Twitter. Um, you can comment on the live post on Facebook. We're going to give one away on Facebook, one on Twitter. But do just a very short, obviously, Twitter-length, Roses Are Red poem, and then we'll randomly pick one. We won't pick, you know, the best. We'll pick randomly, but make us laugh. Now, Marjorie, you know, being a woman, goes for flowers, Somebody sends me a dozen roses. Well, I go a different way with it. <laughs> <laughs> Axel would be most displeased. Because when she was making the flowers, I'm like, well, you're going to keep all those accessories, right? She's yeah, like, oh, my gosh. Okay, let's talk about the accessories. First of all, I have a dozen of the same guns, which I guess could be used in other figures or whatever. He made me save every single gun and every single walkie-talkie. So I guess we can have a whole fleet of rats that are going to tell on other people. There are more exciting things coming to us from Entertainment Earth. They have not arrived yet, but the Black Series 6-inch archive figures, I got my shipping notice the other day. I was hoping they'd be here in time for the show. It looks like they're going to be here this weekend. I like the case assortment on this. I ordered a full case. It's two of each in a case, so that's nice and clean. I get one to open and one to keep on card. I don't keep my six-inch figures boxed, but yet I have the entire vintage series in some of Justin's handy protective cases. Figure shields. Figure shields. 
check out his site, guys, because he's got some really great deals on stuff, and they're wonderful for keeping your figures nice and minty. I don't know if he knows yet if these will fit the same figure shields that were used for the 30th anniversary Black Series collection, but I don't know. I'm I'm hemming and hawing on if I keep a carded set of these. The cards themselves are actually a little bit bland. The point of the figures is that we're getting some figures that are upgraded or some hard-to-get figures, some figures with new, the photo real face applications and things. So these aren't repacks so much as upgraded repaints. You know, these card backs are so utilitarian. I really miss the movie card backs we used to get, like episode two and three and even episode one. And I think I'm just... I think I'm kind of burnt out on the Black Series packaging, and so I'm wanting something more creative. And I know that Hasbro's got that in them, but I think I need to see something new. You know what I mean? They've backed themselves into a corner, or should I say they blacked themselves into a <laughs> corner with this Black Series name. And I get that they're bringing back the vintage collection for three and three quarter, but yeah, for six inch, I think... Remember how it used to be every year, every two years, at most every three years, there'd be a new line of figures. They just change the name, you know, same figure line. But we had the 30th anniversary collection and we had the Saga collection. Then we had the Saga 2 collection. Ultimate Galactic Hunt. Well, that was, yeah, a sub thing. But here I feel like they could do a refresh and just... Keep doing the six-inch figures, but don't call it the Black Series. Call it something else. And just because, yes, I agree, the packaging, the black and silver, anything you see time and time again, it's going to eventually get old. And Mm -hmm. it needs, it does need a refresh. The other thing that I want to talk about, because we haven't done a show in a little while, before Christmas... I got a note from Entertainment Earth that these were available for order, and then StarWars.com sent an email announcing this entire Galaxy of Adventures line that they're doing. And it's YouTube shorts and figures. And and we didn't actually see these figures until, I think I want to say like Christmas Eve almost. I mean, they were really late hitting. I saw them at Thanksgiving. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I went in and they were in a bin. They were just in the middle of the aisle, like where you'd get colored pencils and things like that. And you know how they will take the Hot Wheels and put them just in a bin because who cares about Hot Wheel card condition, apparently? They were with the little stocking stuffer stuff, but they're a little bit expensive for stocking stuffers because they're seven, eight dollars. Ten. Ten, okay. And change. I saw these and I'm like, oh, yes, I just heard about them. I'd ordered a case from Entertainment Earth. It was nowhere near shipping. I was like, okay, I'll pick these up. I filled my cart with two of each, one to open, one to keep, and then I scanned them, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. $11? This is a repack. This is a repack of a 5POA figure. And it's in a little plastic tube, like children's watches come in and do you consider this carded i mean for mint on card collectors are are you mint in tube collectors i honestly want to know because i don't know the answer myself Hmm, that is a quandary i will say the packaging probably was inherently cheap compared to cardboard and doing card backs and it's probably easy to throw them in a case but i don't know i like the colors but then i 
I don't know. I kind of wish they were more. They're just like a primary color and then the white and the black. Well, I mean, yeah, primary or a secondary color. I mean, green and orange, secondary palette going there. Yeah, I mean, they're themed to the character. I mean, Darth Vader's red. Chewbacca's orange for some reason, I guess because it's for Luke is green for his saber. And Yoda's green, R2's blue. Yeah. It it does work. Now, Wave 2 has some more interesting figures. I haven't gotten to find Wave 2 yet, but with the Stormtrooper, the Princess Leia, the Han Solo. But Wave 1, we've got the five figures, and I was just wanting to kind of take a look at these and see what are you getting for the $11? Because, yeah, you're getting an action figure, you're getting a comic book, and it's all coming in this tube. What I'll give it. We were just talking about the lackluster Black Series archive packaging. I like the stylized art on these tubes. The Galaxy of Adventures art is appealing to me in a Gennady Tartakovsky Clone Wars kind of way. Yeah, I really loved the art of that original Clone Wars cartoon. I liked how frenetic it was, and I liked how short it was. And this has kind of got the same appeal. And you're right, the art does have that quality to it. I've actually been sitting in there admiring the Luke art, and I'm trying to figure out who he looks like, but I can't figure out. It's not Luke. David Cassidy? Let me see. Turn it back around. Yeah, it does look like David Cassidy. It's David Cassidy, isn't it? It's the hairstyle. Yeah. And there's a little one on the side, too, where he's, like, reaching up, grabbing his saber. Chewbacca has a little one. You know what else it's reminding me of a little bit? Jake art. Not quite as angular, but just small. Maybe a little bit superhero squad. It is reminiscent of that, yes. Yes. It's what it's reminding me of. It's not exactly looking like it. Yeah. Inspired by. Influenced by. And then... The YouTube videos, I went and checked these out. These are about 90-second videos, and you can get there. There's a QR code that come on the comics. We'll talk about the comics in a second, but... Well, I think you need to back up, though. There is a little mini-comic that comes inside each tube. Yes. What it says on the package, and it confused me just a little bit, is it says includes figure, accessory, mini-comic, and digital code. Now, buying Marvel comics, like the Star Wars comics, I thought digital code meant I'd get the comic digitally and be able to read the comic on my iPad. No, the digital code is taking me to YouTube to watch a series of videos here, and they're they're okay videos. I wouldn't say they're astounding. They're basically montages and quick who is this character type stuff that's what the comic is there to tell you is who is luke skywalker you know the question jj went into ep 8 7 with but the comics have cool art on them yeah but i'm gonna say that the major problem with these is they come in a tube so they have a problem now, Rose is not in the Galaxy of <laughs> no. Adventures line, but we have so many roses around. Uh, you can see a pile of roses right there that 
we used it for scale to show the size of the comic. I think one of these three and three quarter inch roses is going to be my scale for everything now. If I have to show scale, I don't care if they know Star Wars or not. I was going to throw a rose in the picture because I'm going to buy another case of those and I may uh, be gifting some friends for Valentine's Day. You know, it's not a bad deal because you could customize resistance tax. It's not like in that outfit, it's an overly feminine or masculine body. We actually have a question. We have Andrew manning the chat right now, and we have a Darth Sidious 322 that asked on YouTube. Uh, he says, hi, Arnie and Marjorie. It seems like a lot of Star Wars toys go it on. It seems like all. Like all Star Wars toys go on clearance no matter scale. This leads to many collectors waiting for sales. Do you think it is lack of interest or high price points? Well, that's kind of what I was saying when I said I bought the BB-8 playset for $200. I had no illusion that it was going to stay at $200. Now, I may not have anticipated the $50 that I bought my second one at, but I knew that $125 was a guarantee and $100 a likelihood. But I think we have a few different factors involved with what's going on with action figures. One, they are more expensive. When we started this show, they were- $499. Yes. Now, that seems like a lifetime ago. $4.99? Are you out of your mind? I wish it was $4.99. And we're looking at, was it $12 for the new three and three quarter inch super articulated? Yeah, $12, yeah. $13. So the other thing that's happened is when we started this, we hung out with a lot of people and collected with a bunch of people that hadn't had kids yet. And, you know, we were all coming into our own, getting out of school, getting real jobs, and you had a little disposable income. And then people start having kids, things like that, and priorities change, which is absolutely fine. If you don't evolve as a human, then you've got a problem. So I think it's a combination of that, and I think that in general, kids don't like toys as much anymore. They don't like action figures. Everything wants electronics. We have more electronic stuff than we've ever had, I think, in anybody's life. So I think that might be a big problem. Well, and... The other thing is Hasbro has had a problem with engagement. You know, when they went to the six-inch figures and all three and three-quarter inch were five POA, I know a lot of people who dropped out of the hobby. And, you know, once a drug addict goes clean, it's hard to sell them the next bag of crack again. So I think that it's a matter of pulling people back in. And honestly... The people at Hasbro mentioned at New York Toy Fair, they expected wave one of the vintage collection, which was all repacks. I think every collector was like, those are going to sit, but Hasbro thought they'll sell through quick because it's the vintage collection back, even though it's figures that were just out. <laughs> and so, yeah, they end up on clearance. I mean, God, I bought three Snoke's on the throne, the six inch figures at GameStop at like $10 a piece. Why? Because you can. Because the throne. I don't want the Snoke. I'll take the throne. Yeah, I will say GameStop's also a good one to watch for sales and clearances. So I think it's a combination of all of the above Darth Sidious. I think the high price point, I think that people don't have a lot of I gotta have this now feeling. When episode eight came out, I did have a lot of I've got to have this now, and I bought a lot of stuff at full price that I could have bought half price or cheaper, like that 
Royal Guard four pack of six inch figures again that I got at GameStop that GameStop had on clearance. But it also becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like even I, when it came to the solo stuff, I'm like, well, a fool and his money are soon parted. I'm going to wait for Christmas on some of this stuff, especially that Enfys and S swoop bike. I mean, nice vehicle, but I didn't feel like that was a I can't live without it today type thing. I mean, I did buy two dobacks at full price because I thought those might be harder to get. Anything OT seems a little bit more desirable, but anything vehicle wise seems to be going on clearance unless it's like a Comic-Con exclusive. Except for that TIE fighter at Walmart. Is it still full price? It is still $80. Do I have one yet? Yes. Okay. You do. <laughs> it gets confusing sometimes. I All thought right. I was waiting for a sale. But yeah, I I think that people now have come to expect this deep discount. And there's something to be said about a little bit of scarcity. If I were at Hasbro and I were sitting at a table, I would look at scarcity. I'd look at kind of what Funko does. I'd look at how much people had to hunt for the Mimbin Trooper. It's weird because people complain, you know, oh, everything's on clearance, everything's on clearance. Walmart had two exclusives that I never saw in stores this year. Mm -mm. And so a little bit of scarcity, bringing the hunt back without frustrating, finding that perfect balance of chase and not overshipping to where it does sit, then that would be a way to get people to pay full price again. But right now, why wouldn't you bargain hunt? Even if you don't get it on a discount, the secondary prices, secondary market prices on these, with rare exceptions, are not jacked up. But, I mean, again, I only bought the Galaxy of Adventures. I want to call it Galaxy of Adventure because it just feels... Galaxy of Adventures, I get what they're doing, but it doesn't it either. It doesn't roll off the tongue well is the problem. I think your brain just kind of stops and you're like, oh, okay. And I kept thinking Forces of Destiny, so I'm like, uh, Galaxies of Adventure or Galaxies of Destiny. But these, to me, felt like a clearance item, and then I did end up ordering a case just because these tubes I felt were going to get damaged in stores. I mean, they're just course. little plastic tubes. And you get these comics. The comics take me back because He-Man. I remember being seven years old and getting my first He-Man figure, which was Beast Man, because he was just looking cool. And I opened it up, and what did it come with? It came with a mini-comic. And I was able to read about Beast Man and He-Man and those stories, written, by the way... Don Glute. Don Glute, who wrote the Empire Strikes Back novelization. He was so much fun to talk to. We spent an afternoon with him at his mother's house and it was unbelievably surreal and entertaining. And he just had so many great stories. Yeah. He was great guy. So getting the comics is actually what moved me. I'm questioning. I wanted to know for this show, is this worth $11? So looking at the comic again, it was a little bit hard to photograph because it's in a tube. I got thinking Beast Man was on a card yeah. and the comic was flat. Here we're looking. I'm like, remember when I used to have a giant Webster's Dictionary that weighed like 40 pounds? That would be good to put these on under. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a few books and pull them off the bookshelf and put this underneath because... 
they're just curved from being in the tube so long. And because they're a very thin, delicate paper, I mean, it's not like tissue paper, but it's not a very thick paper. It's the cheapest paper you can get. It's it's not even glossy. It's not even matte. It's like between like an eggshell. It's a little, it's, it's glossy. It's okay. I wouldn't, it's not paper. I mean, if you're looking at comic books, this is comic book paper these days as compared to That's how it true. used to be like the newsprint paper. Yeah. And then they switch to glossy. It's it feels like a comic book. In fact, let me see one of those. I'm I'm a little bit curious. No, it looks like this is Hasbro. Something they're printing themselves. I wondered if they got anybody else in on it. You know what else it reminds me of? Every Hasbro color instruction sheet or insert advertisement. It's that kind of paper. And I will give everyone a little bit of a warning if. You are perhaps in your 40s or a little bit older and your kids want you to read this to them. You're going to need some readers. The print on this is so tiny. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no trouble with this. Shut up. I mean, I'm reading it right now. It's. I can't even see this. I have readers on and I cannot read these. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm blessed with good eye genes. <laughs> <laughs> and good hygiene. <laughs> but... I was again thinking Forces of Destiny. My thought was that this would be Forces of Destiny for boys. Not that boys couldn't have Forces of Destiny and girls can't have these. Don't go there. But you know what I'm saying. Like a counterpart. Like there is one that is, I don't want to say more girly, but. Dolls and one's action figures. Yeah. And you can like both because I think they're both very non-gender kid oriented. But I thought this would be going in a new direction. I thought those shorts might be original stories, you know, that took place somewhere, be it canon or be it just a fun, silly story. Like, remember the old Lego adventures? I'm talking way before the Freelander thing. I'm talking like when they'd have the Lego specials and it was like uh, Lego Han Solo. Oh, those were fun. And they just show on Cartoon Network kind of like the Lego games themselves. But what I got instead was on the videos, just the background on the character. And in the comics, it just retells some of the movie. So a scene from the movie is in comic format. And from what I can tell, this is new art. It's not like they're reprinting any of the old adaptations of the movies. Yeah, it has manuscript adaptation art by Matteo Piana, Igor Chimizo, Alessandro, I'm butchering these names, <laughs> based on Star Wars, the original trilogy, a graphic novel. So they adapted the graphic novel into these little mini comics. And again, I like the art. The art in the comics matches the art on the tubes. I wish they were bigger. I wish I could appreciate the art more, and I wish the stories were original. As it is, it would be an unfulfilling read for a child, as you're not getting a whole movie, and they all end to be continued. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I am I guess they're assuming nobody is buying these who hasn't seen the movies and know the end of the stories. <laughs> I was also a little bit surprised because, I mean, looking at the tube, what's the age it says on this ages four plus. So four feels pretty young to me. 
I was surprised when I read the Darth Vader comic and got to see his hand getting chopped off by Luke in this art. I was like, okay, so we're not shying away from uh, dismemberment at all. Hey, you have to tell stories as they're intended. You can't sugarcoat it. But as you see with the Emperor here, I mean, I I just think it's kind of fun art. I don't know that I see anybody getting tattoos of it, but... Actually, you know what, though? The right artist, they would make cool tattoos. I mean, something along the style. I think the Tartakovsky makes great tattoos. I've seen a few people with it, and I think it's stellar. I have a Tartakovsky tattoo, in yeah, case you, you forgot. I did. I forgot yours is Tartakovsky. Huh, and I see it every day, multiple times a day. <laughs> But yeah, here's here's Luke. Luke looks very young to be cutting off his father's hand in that picture. But <laughs> well, but then okay, the figures themselves. We'll start with Yoda, and Yoda is a repack. A lot of these are repacks of old release five POA figures. This Yoda is whatever Yoda you want him to be. If you want him to be Empire Strikes Back, he has a little cane. If you want him to be Attack of the Clones, he also has a saber. It's how much money you pay. He'll be whatever you want. <laughs> I love... These are, like, my favorites. First of all, he's so tiny and cute and adorable. I love this little Yoda. But he's got the old-school pantsuit on because it's a 5 POA. His legs are joined. Like, he just... Like, his thighs are ginormous and he can't move his legs. Look, he's just like a little tube. Oh, yeah. Now, I do like what they've done with his cloak. I do, This is how my favorite they do cloaks because it's... This like really soft plastic, so you get the nice folds, but it doesn't it moves, so it's not like that stiff one that they sometimes put on like capes. Like in the Marvel line, they're really bad about doing that with Thor. Yeah. But his hood is molded, and that's fine, but I think these hang really well. Well, yeah, I I like it because the soft goods, we're gonna talk about soft goods a little later in the show, sometimes have a problem with flow. And the good thing about Yoda is you don't need a ton of articulation. He's got neck, he's got shoulder. His leg, his legs don't move. So when you say it's a pantsuit, he's like the old uh, Power of the Force 2 Royal yeah. Guard. He's a, he's a monopod. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but they gave him waist articulation that's absolutely useless because of the cloak. Okay, see, so before you took him away from me, I was looking to try to find his five points of POA. And one, two, three, four. I think he's just four. Yeah, he's four. I wish for wrist articulation. That would be the one thing I'd add. But I'm not an articulation snob. I don't need super articulation. I sometimes have problems making super articulated figures balance in cool looking poses. So as long as it looks good in the pose it comes in, you know, I work with that. And I think this Yoda looks good holding his little stick and walking. And I think he looks pretty decent with the lightsaber there. I feel like we've reviewed this Yoda before. I can't remember the exact line, but it's a fine figure and about what you'd need Yoda to be. Is this $11 worth? My, my instinct is that a five POA figure is not worth any more than $5. And they, okay. they charge more than $5, they but I feel like it's not worth more than $5. I kind of feel that they missed an opportunity because I don't know if you remember the days when Hasbro used to be cookie cutter. So like 
whatever works for Transformers, they do for Star Wars and do like, you know, like Superhero Squad. They then did Galactic Heroes and then they decided, okay, Transformers and G.I. Joe need the squishy figures and that didn't work. Yeah. So they have a really great line of five POA figures in the Marvel line that is tremendous. They have great paint apps. They're fun. They do really great characters in it. They have amazing art on the card backs. And I think that was a missed opportunity for something like this, especially with the cartoon, because I think that that would have tied in really well with the style we're getting. The difference is those are basically five-inch figures. They're not legend size, nor are they three and three-quarter. But they're cheaper than this. But they're cheaper than, yeah, Galaxy of Adventures. I think some of that might be the licensing. licensing. I think the Star Wars license just... It always comes down to licensing. You know, there's a lot of good actors out there, but there's only one Tom Cruise, and you have to pay if you want him to be in the film. That's true. So I just, my baseline is I think these should have cost 6 or $7 because 5 for the figure, and then, you know, for the comic, I'll pay a buck for this comic. And you know what, though? I am sure that there are some little kids, little boys and girls, that would devour those comics. I mean, I remember giving comics to my niece and nephew, and they, like, immediately grabbed them and sat down and started reading them, and they loved the comics. Next figure we'll look at, again, this is a repack from one of their earlier 5POA lines. Oh, my God, I think he has to punch me twice because I just looked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yep, yep, you looked. I didn't realize I photographed him in that way. (laughs) All of you, I guess Luke's going to punch us. He does have wrist articulation. I didn't have to do that. So technically, he is a seven POA figure. One thing when they announced this five POA line, I remember um, when they announced it, it was around the time that Angry Birds was a big deal. Oh, Oh, Angry Birds. (laughs) Is anybody nostalgic about Star Wars Angry Birds? No? Okay, thanks. (laughs) Is there anybody that's a completist for Star Wars Angry Birds? Anybody? Bueller? I think I have the full set of little figures. But but are you a completist? Did you actively seek out the Angry Birds and buy everything Star Wars Angry Birds? Oh, no, 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 no. I I reached my limit there. But one thing they said when they announced the 5POA line... They didn't talk about the articulation. What they said specifically was, these are some of the best sculpts we've ever done for Star Wars figures. And then it came out, oh, by the way, they're the best sculpts, but they don't move well. (laughs) (laughs) So here, I think we have a really decent Luke sculpt. I mean, it's a basic black, but the wrinkles in the outfit, the face is, I mean... It's a face. It's it's not Mark Hamill, but it's Luke Skywalker, if that makes sense. It is. Yeah, it's fine. I have no complaints with the face at all. I, I have no complaints with, so far, any of these figures. I mean, they're two for two so far. Well, my issue is, again, oh, I'm good with articulation being limited. Doesn't have the folded down silver part? Well, no. It? It's that he can't hold his saber without looking like he's conducting an orchestra. <laughs> It's like, you know, when everybody's tuning up and yeah, (laughs) it's just, you got to be able to have a neutral pose or an action pose. And here it's 
it, it's rem- because there's no elbow articulation. If yeah. there is an elbow articulation, problem solved. As it sounds right now, he's like tapping his little lightsaber on the lectern. And I, we talked to Steve Evans about this and we're like, you know, what about elbows? What if you just gave him elbows? And he's like, every joint means we're making new parts because now instead of making one arm, you're making an upper arm, you're making a lower arm, then you're making the joint, and it just increases the cost. And the point of these is to be cheap figures. But Luke, he looks good if he were just standing there, you know, like watching the fight outside the window. But if you wanted him to fight, and his saber, it's a little pale. It's perfectly fine if there's a light source. I think what they've they've tried to make a nice translucent. Yoda's is pale too. Well, they're the same color. Yeah, they're pale. So what? What's your point? I mean, you're not telling me anything different here. I mean, <laughs> but nice that they did the different hilts. But Arnie, you're getting a lower price point figure. This is I'm paying twelve dollars for this. I understand, <laughs> but if you look at figures in like, let's look at grocery stores, okay? So your black series, that's like the high V's of the world, or the I don't know, a Publix or, I don't know. Whole paycheck. Whole paycheck, yes. Whole Foods. Trader Joe's, <laughs> if you will. Then you get to these. These are your Dollar General and Family Dollar. And if they were a dollar, I'd love them to death. There's nothing a dollar at the a Dollar General or Family Dollar. <laughs> I'm pretty, it's not a dollar store. They're just, they're a little cheaper, that's all. My you know, f- instead of Bush's baked beans, you get... Russia's baked beans. I thought you were going to say, I get Trump's baked beans. But, well, Bush, Trump. <laughs> but my favorite figure in this wave is actually the Darth Vader. I mean, you can't do wrong with the Darth Vader. You cast him in black and you go. And when I said good poses, his arms actually come up to meet. Both his arms can hold that saber. You don't just have one arm. They come up and you can have his double-handed lightsaber pose. Oh, yeah, Luke doesn't do that, does he? No. Luke, Luke <laughs> he's like a T-Rex. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You got him out. You got both his arms out like a zombie. All right, he's T-Rex Luke now. So the Vader, again, no knee articulation or anything super cool, but... For what he is, it's a decent Vader. Okay, I don't think you need knee articulation in Vader because let's think How is he going to kneel in front of the hologram of the Emperor? I understand, but I mean, Vader's pretty much just a static kind of guy. I mean, he's kind of like a guy with a bad neck injury and he doesn't move much. He's kind of slow, which is why the little scene at the end of Rogue One was like, huh, I guess he took us a leave that day. But he definitely looks better. If you were to do the Return of the Jedi scene here, he looks more natural holding the saber ready for combat than Luke does. And again, they did a really good job because it's that soft plastic cape and his little underskirt tabards are much better because they're the same soft thing. They've got nice little ripples in them and folds. And can you believe I never knew he and Leia had an under cape until Power of the Force 2 came out? And then I'm like, they had a skirt and a cape? (laughs) That seems like... A recipe for swamp ass. Okay. (laughs) So this doesn't have one of my 
big complaints about caped figures is it's not too big across his shoulders. It looks very natural from the back because my complaint often with caped figures is they build it up so big in the back because it goes on like with a peg hole or something like that. And it looks unnatural, but I like this. This is a good Vader. You're absolutely right. Next up R2D2. You can't go wrong with R2D2. You don't need a ton of articulation with R2 and he does have five POA. He's got a neck, he's got shoulders and he's got ankles or whatever you would call them on a droid. And he has what I consider one of the most important R2 features, the removable third leg. Oh, it does come off. That is very nice. And because of the ankle articulation, you're able to have him look right. You know, they didn't used to put a joint there. And so if you had the third leg out, he'd look wobbly. Or if you took it out, he'd not be standing right here. He looks good in both poses. I miss fact metalized domes, but... You know, R2 wasn't as shiny as 3PO ever was, so I just, that's a vintage callback in my mind. Well, I think that R2 actually does more work than C3PO, and so, you know, he's a little, he's got the rough hands of the relationship. But we are, I suppose, dealing with Attack of the Clones R2 as he comes with the jets, and the way they did these to keep them cheap is you just snap them on to the beams that are already there. So instead of like the black series figure we had where it popped out here, you just kind of snap them on and they don't stay on very well. When okay, I was taking so a photo, it's, it's doesn't grip. Well, it doesn't snap in. Yeah. There's no, there's no snap. It just kind of sets there where I think this could have gone a little better is R2D2 could use a, a, dirt wash, you know, if you're going to attack of the clones when he's in that factory scene, but five POA, you don't get that kind of detail. The last figure. And I, I saved what I consider to be my worst for last Chewbacca. Now I thought I knew what Chewbacca this was. I thought for sure this was the episode eight Chewbacca that when we bought him in the last Jedi line came with a pork. And it looks like it's got the same bowcaster. It looks like the same Chewbacca. You know, they mold the head separately, so it looks like he should have neck articulation. But with that beard, that neck isn't turning at all. No, that's not going to move. They did a nice gradient paint on him. I think the different shades of brown do work, as I was talking about with R2. What's your complaint with him? My complaint with him is the hands. Because try as I might, I could not get him to hold the gun. Oh, I see what they've done. Okay, so here's the problem. <laughs> you know how when you go to McDonald's and the clerk has fingernails so long that she can't actually type in your order? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So it, it's like he's wearing a long sleeve sweatshirt and the sleeves are too long because his hands are like... Because I do this. The hands are kind of like tucked in and you just have like the fingers... And, out there so they've made the hair extend too far out it reminds me of captain america's shields in infinity war when he was given those things by black panther that just like end in a point yeah the triangles that's what this hair looks like coming out it looks like a weapon 
Yeah, I had a hard time deciding what was actually his hand and what was supposed to be the fur. And I see what they did. I give them really, really, really a lot of credit for trying to make it look like his fur because, I mean, when you look at Chewbacca's hands, it's just a bunch of big furry mess. So, But the Episode Eight Chewbacca could hold his bowcaster. This Chewbacca, the best I could do was that. The best I could do was putting, like, the strap in because the hair is so thick, I can't find any way. And I'm glad these were kind of my opener figures because I pried the other hand open so far that the figures, the fingers almost broke off. I felt them give a little too much. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, these these are interesting. I see what they're going for. I just don't think maybe it executed well. So let's go from that to something else I'm finding in stores that I actually really enjoy, though. One of my big collecting... Regrets? Joys. Oh, okay. I see where it was. Before there was Power of the Force 2. Picture it. Decatur, 1993. I'm doing the Golden Girls thing. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Yeah, but our listeners may not watch Golden Girls. I'm sure they do. But there were no action figures except vintage. There was no eBay, and there weren't too many stores where you could find vintage figures. So I had my old vintage figures that I kept, and I'm reading Heir to the Empire and Truza Bakura, and I'm playing X-Wing on my PC, and I'm buying sound cards and I'm doing toy runs for any Star Wars I can find, which ends up being Bendoms. <laughs> I still love Bendoms. And Micro Machines. And the Micro Machines by Galoob, not necessarily by Hasbro, but by Galoob, became one of my favorite lines, especially when they got to the action fleet, which were bigger. And they do various weird things like concept ships. And now... Mattel has finally won me over with their Hot Wheels. I've been so iffy on this. Well, it's a car, but it's a car that looks like Darth Vader. If Darth Vader were a character in the Pixar movie Cars. Or it's Darth Vader's brand team got a hold of a vehicle and driving it around. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Honestly, the card art is usually what I go for on the Hot Wheels. They're gorgeous cards. Mm -hmm. And silly cars, which make me, like, always in a hemming and hawing because they're cheap enough to be I know. When they're, impulse like, purchase. under $4, I'm like, damn it! But now I found this at GameStop. They're doing the concept series where they're going back to the original concept designs of the ships and making them into Hot Wheels vehicles. And these are just... They make me so happy to see concept art coming up. They Mattel found a way to do something new with the license. And, and I can't get it out of the bubble. That's there we go. Happens quite a bit. It appears to be all plastic, so there's none of the die casts that Hot Wheels are known for, but I'm okay with that. You don't like small ships because the titanium series kind of burned you. I I don't know if you didn't even like the line so much as I asked you to photograph them one time and madness ensued. Yeah, they had that terrible curved packaging and I did want to punch things in the face and 
But I also don't. Here's the thing. I like ships, but I, I don't think there's ever been a ship. I think I need to buy that. Does that make sense? And for me, the ships are number one. Like when I think of Star Wars, I think of the ships. Characters are actually number two. If I could only have one line, I think I'd have ships. And that's what I had when there were no figure lines. I did not buy Bendoms. I mean, why would I buy Bendoms? Because your future wife was going to be in love with Bendoms. Uh, what is I to know that then? I don't know. <laughs> so the TIE fighter, you know, it is kind of plain. It's, it's not my favorite, but I like it. The X-Wing, also, again, really plain. Look at how X-y the X-Wing wings are, though. Just how... You do know that in the movie they're awful X-y, right? They're, they're... It's like in the movie, maybe 120 degrees and then 60 degrees. Okay, but even when I was a little girl, I knew that they were X-Wings because when you look at them, they're X's. Yeah, but look at how... This is like a tic-tac-toe X. But yeah, it's a little bit plain up here, but my absolute favorite, because I remember seeing this in the Macquarie book, the blockade runner, or actually it's the old Millennium Falcon. I forgot. This isn't even the tan. This is what the Millennium Falcon was going to look like before Lucas said, no, go back and do that again. This is a very 2001, a space odyssey or kind of space 1999 you can still see a little bit of the Falcon there, right? You can see where the cockpit is and how it was extended. But yeah, it, it looks like what ended up being a blockade runner with a long skinny neck and a tiny head. So those are the three I've gotten. I am still looking for the concept land speeder, which kind of looks like what they ended up using for a Senate pod and the concept Star Destroyer, which looks like a Star Destroyer with a bunch of bristling guns, just trying to find good cards on those and ones that GameStop have not uh, junked up with stickers, even though I I got these as complete openers because they make fun desk stuff. And anytime Hot Wheels is going to do accurate ships or especially something like this, I'll get them. If they're going to keep, but I, I just keep passing on that car line, except every so often they do get me with some car. I just buy the ones that I like and that's it. So I don't have any pressure. So that's our reviews for this show. But really, I mean, we wanted to come back to get you guys, our community, our friends back at our website, back in our social media, back listening to us because next week is Toy Fair. I can't wait. I actually love going to Toy Fair. Not only is it in like one of the best cities in the entire world, but it is so much fun to bring you guys all the news about the new Hasbro toys and anything else we find on the show floor. I think we're going to meet with. Oh, we're meeting with, let's see, Kotobukiya and let's see. They don't do Star Wars and they don't do Star Wars anymore. So Kotobukiya. <laughs> And Lego. Lego. And But day one is the big day for us. That's going to be Saturday. And yes, that is Hasbro's Toy Fair. Although I got to be honest, I want to just set expectations. My expectation is we're going to walk out of there a little bit disappointed. And the reason being, we know from all the reports that Star Wars toy sales went down a bit last year. 
you know, one of the to go back to the question of why is everything on sale? It's because demand is not meeting supply. Everything is supply and demand. And so they're supplying more. We're demanding less. And so what I think is we're in kind of a time that reminds me of episode one going to episode two when there was just too many toys on the shelves and you were buying Darth Maul and Jar Jar figures for 99 cents each. Nothing has changed really with that. So I think that they're going to try to get us hungry and wanting more toys for when Force Friday comes in what is rumored to be December this time. Well, that makes more sense because previously we've had it in September. And I think by the time the movie comes out, any momentum you got from it is lost on your casual or just movie going public because they've already seen the stuff. They're sick of it. And the movie comes out. They're like, oh, yeah, hey, we saw those toys. Remember? Well, that's what was blame. They did blame too long of a lead time between Force Friday and Episode 8. And that's why we never got our Wookiee Friday for Solo. But I th- they're not going to be able to show anything from Episode 9. We might get some at Celebration. And that's the other thing, is Toy Fairs in February, Celebrations in April, San Diego's in July. They got to drip this stuff out. They can't just show us all of it at Toy Fair. They're going to have to have big reveals at Celebration. And if they can't show Episode 9 and they can't show us everything because they have to show us more, I have a feeling we're going to be back where we were a year and a half ago where they're going to be like, guess what? We've got some great original trilogy vintage collection figures coming out in spring of 2020. (laughs) And I understand that they're probably under an embargo and can't release anything. So it's okay. I mean, what I expect to see, we talked about this a little bit before we went on the air. We kind of expect to see a completed sale barge, not just the prototype. Yes, I, I that is a must. They have to have it out. And it's going to be impressive as hell to see. And yet we've seen it every time we've seen Hasbro uh-huh. Since last year. It's like, honestly, one of those evolution charts where you start with the monkey and it ends as a man. Last year at Toy Fair, we saw the monkey and, you know, we got to see it a little further along at San Diego. We got to see the paint prototype at New York Comic Con. Yes. This, I believe, was supposed to have shipped already according to their original promises. And so, like every crowdfunding project ever, <laughs> they missed their deadline. Yeah, I, I, and that's okay. No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, I, I feel for them. Yeah. But I know we're going to see this and probably be given a firm ship date. Will they announce a new HasLab? Well, here's my question. Is it going to be HasLab Star Wars? They said they're going to branch out into other things. So, who knows? I mean, they own... The Transformers property. They do the Fortnite figures now. But they said they were going to do several a year, and they were looking at one a year for Star Wars. HasLab has never done anything else. No, but, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll get an announcement on a different line. Does HasLab have to be 
big. No, it can just be something super, super cool. Like, you know, I talk to the guys on the Marvel team about MODOK all the time and how we really need a MODOK. What about a uh, super articulated Jar Jar in the six-inch line similar to the Grievous that's coming out? Yeah, but we already got a Jar Jar in the... Not in the six-inch. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. I thought we did. No, No, we we got him in the three-and-three-quarter inch, Uh didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't see people ponying up money for a super articulated Jar Jar. That just seems... No, they would. Jar Jar's coming back. Oh, these trendsetters. People are jumping on the Jar Jar train. But I don't think... Okay, the people that say, oh, I love Jar Jar, aren't the people who buy action figures. Okay, there's a difference. Do you buy action figures? Well, that's different. I've always loved Jar Jar. <laughs> anyway, I just think that they could do a figure. They could do a niche figure... And if they sold enough, they'd make the figure, but something that would never survive at retail. So what you're saying is something like maybe um, since we've got a sale barge, maybe a Bib Fortuna or something. Well, I mean, Bib Fortuna would survive at retail. You think? Uh, I yeah. don't think so. He's been put out three or four times. Yeah, but I mean. Maybe a figure pack of sorts. You know, you could do that. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff they could do with HasLab that doesn't have to be $500 out of your wallet. True. Then Lego, we will be going to the Lego event. And I do expect much, I expect this to be the biggest Star Wars presence we see because while they will not be able to show their episode nine stuff, no licensee provides the breadth of product Lego does. They're going to have, I imagine some stuff from resistance They'll probably still have stuff from Rebels, maybe even still stuff from Clone Wars, especially since Clone Wars is coming back now. I definitely expect a resurgence, pun fully intended, (laughs) of that. And then, of course, original trilogy, prequel trilogy, the two movies we've got, I have a feeling they will have the largest display of older stuff. Yeah, Lego always brings like everything they come in and they've got a private showroom first of all so you can't just looky loo but they come in you go to their little morning thing and they just like stand there someone sticks their arm out and just drops all the mics their morning thing i yawn just thinking about how early i have to wake up to make it (laughs) you have to be there by 7 a.m 7 a.m yeah 7 a.m I'm not a morning person. No, I am. I'm the morning person. <laughs> That's why the live broadcasts from Legos are always like, and this morning, there's some toys. have some Lego. Look, the Vader flips over to uh, coffee. <laughs> they do serve coffee. I got to love Lego for that. They used to serve liquor, but now they serve coffee. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to New York Toy Fair and bringing you guys all the news we can. We do have another question from Darth Sidious 322. What's your most wanted figure to see revealed at Toy Fair? Mine is the Vintage Collection Similu Imperial Dignitary. That's a really good figure. You know, we actually, I brought that up to Hasbro at at New York Comic Con. I'm like, hey, Why not do an Imperial Dignitary? Because they did, I believe it was Saga Collection, maybe Saga 2. They did an Imperial Dignitary, and they put out two different heads. 
And what they said was, we can do the other heads, and Simalu will be coming. And then, well, Imperial Dignitaries didn't sell so well, and they never got the other heads going. Now, that figure is way too old. I'd want, if they're doing Vintage Collection, I'd want a better Imperial Dignitary. But I said, the head swap thing still is a perfectly acceptable idea. So I did put it out there. Will we see it at this toy fair? Maybe Steve and Patrick have really good poker faces. Maybe they were sitting there chuckling. Ha ha ha. Yes, we have that planned all along. But the look on their face of we don't think it's going to sell. <laughs> make me think that we won't be seeing Simalu. So what is the figure I most want to see revealed? That is a hard question because we've got so many so far. And the question I really think is what scale? When I think of three and three quarter inch, man, I just, I always want more prequel figures in three and three quarter inch. I want the Kitster Wald two pack. I want the, uh, I'm blanking on her name, but they went up the ventilation shaft. I, the, the, Namoidian who said that I, I know her name at times. I want more <laughs> pod racers. I want more prequel figures. Well, it's the 20th anniversary of the Phantom Menace this year. See, good so time for Kiss. It would Wall. be a good time for some of those. I'm really hoping for a re, like a rejuvenation of the line, maybe in both of them and change the packaging up and do something different. Just they're, because they're not going to change the packaging on vintage that they just brought it back. I know, but I don't know something about it. I just, maybe because they've done that for so long though. You know what I mean? It felt like vintage never went away from my clearance aisle, Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's why they gave it the break. They did. What would I like to see in six inch? I'm dead serious with Jar Jar. I think a super articulated Jar Jar six inch with some articulated ears and those long arms. So I, you you want Naboo Jar Jar, not Senator Jar Jar. Yeah, I want Naboo Jar Jar with Gooberfish, and I want him in six inch. And I've talked to Patrick about that at Comic Con last year, and he started talking about, well, it would take a bigger package. Would you pay a little more? And then a couple of months later, he put it out there with that the Grievous is coming. So I I think. I would just be ecstatic to see that Super Jar Jar come out. I'd love to see a figure for The Mandalorian, the new TV series coming. I think that's a badass-looking armor set for a Mandalorian. It's an easy repaint for Hasbro, so I think they'd be able to just do the rust bucket upright and just to talk about some of the stuff they might be doing to tie into those TV series. I also think just, again, more of the characters from the various sources, like the way we got the realistic Ahsoka to get some more of those figures in the line from Clone Wars. People love Clone Wars. So, um, but honestly, I'm loving the Resistance line. We're not going to get a chance to talk about that tonight, but... I think they're doing some cool stuff there. It does not have to be super articulated to impress me. It just has to be cool and fun. Mm -hmm. 
So we are going to be at Toy Fair next week. And just so you know, so on Saturday is going to be Lego and Hasbro, as well as maybe a few other booths in the morning. Keep an eye on our Facebook feed, Twitter, throw some stuff on YouTube. You can also follow us for, you know, anything fun we find while we're there. Sunday we'll be hitting the show floor and have a lot more information for you guys and if we find anything there. But definitely check us out. You're already halfway there. You're listening to our show. Yeah, and we will be live from the event and then coming to you the weekend after that with a wrap-up show that we will be doing live, and we will announce the time of coming up very soon. Um, Again, thank you to everyone who's come and listened, and we're going to go right after this show and find out who wrote The Roses Are Red Poems and who Marjorie is sending a bouquet of half a dozen roses to. Flowers are included. (laughs) <laughs> roses and roses yes but no guns no no guns already <laughs> kept the guns sorry and then we will be coming to you live from lego bandwidth permitting live from hasbro then the next day live from the javits center wherever we find star wars toys be it qmx funko kotobukiya we're going to be meeting with them all and look forward to bringing you all that news from New York. So, Marjorie, it feels really good to be back. It does. I'm so happy to be with you guys again. It was so nice for you to be here with us. So nice to talk to you about toys again. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And, you know, you can find our personal accounts. And we are ready to go, guys. May the pegs be stocked and the force be with you. for listening to star wars action news we hope you've enjoyed the show you can find pictures of the toys reviewed chat with other star wars collectors and find hundreds of star wars action news episodes at our website swactionnews.com this podcast is created by star wars fans showing their love of star wars we want your feedback on star wars action news You can email us at show at SWActionNews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at SWActionNews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The links to our social media sites are at SWActionNews.com. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. You can also send us your latest store reports, figure reviews, and more. Email us at MP3 or iPhone voice memo at show at SWActionNews.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. Star Wars and all of the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Podcasting.